You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers Podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. What's happening, everybody? <gasps> I'm so excited. Wait, 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 can we do this again? Wait, I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. And I'm Matt. Yay! This is so exciting. So exciting. Um, as you can hear, <clears throat> we have a guest. We have a third member of the Ass team. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. Welcome to the ass team. Yeah, welcome. Extreme. You, <laughs> you're, you've been picked first. What's it called in sport? First. Um, first. For, <laughs> you can tell none of us do sport. You know, you have like. The, yeah, the first string. First, first string. string. First, first string. string. You're on the first string. Yeah. Uh, uh, cool. I think I get what you mean. <laughs> like you're not on the bench. Oh, okay. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benches. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, Matt, for our listeners, do you want to tell them. Your name again? Why not? Tell yeah. them your name, your pronouns. Do a physical description for anybody who is visually impaired. Um, and well, it's us... also a podcast. So. It's also a podcast. So <laughs> nobody sees, but you know, people see us on our Instagram. So sure, yeah, whatever. Mm. Uh, a physical description and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm Matt Powell. Uh, they, he, and I'm a six foot one blonde male body who wears glasses and is white. That a good physical description. I I'm wearing, and I'm wearing a pink top today. And what does it say? Past versus future. Beautiful. Felt, felt the vibe a little mm-hmm. bit. It is the vibe. It's, it's it is my vibe in life today, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like and it. And I'm a. I live with these two. Um, little nuggets. Two, <laughs> little. I, li- I live with um, these two wonderful friends and Dan, who's upstairs. And I'm a theatre director and producer by trade. That is my life. I do musicals and queer stories. Nice. Beautiful. So cool. That was a great introduction. Um, Any guesses as to why we have Matt here? He's a Pisces! Oh my god. So Matt is a Pisces, which is like a sun sun in Pisces. Let's clarify, which is fantastic, which means that this is their season. So this is time to kind of revel in the Piscean-ness. However, we are just on the edge. We are about to enter airy season. So we thought of glory. Yes, we are on the edge of glory (laughs) like Lady Gaga. And we are celebrating the end of Pisces season by interviewing a wonderful Pisces in our life. Yes. I'm so excited. Mm. And I feel feel like I hope you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to expect because I've never done my chart or I've never like really read into it. So mm. I'm intrigued what I'm going to learn about myself. You're going to learn so much. And what's fun about this is that Rachel and I haven't done tons of preparation. So this is really testing our skills yeah, to, read, <laughs> to read on the spot. Um, however, so I have a first question. Wait, and do we not want to do internal weather? Yeah, you know what? We can do that first. Matt, do you want to go first? So internal weather is like, we just express... You're making the guest go first when they don't know you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I asked us a question. Internal weather is where we express how we're feeling in a kind of like weather, a kind of an image, image, a landscape. Ooh, okay. Would you like to go first or would you like one of us to go first so we can exemplify? I could like an example. I think oh, I get okay. it, but an example would be cool. good. What's your internal weather today, Audrey? <laughs> <laughs> My internal weather today is um, okay. A large lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit chilly. 
but the lake is very calming. Oh. Um, and there's thunder in the distance. Okay. So you can hear it, but it's you're not in the storm, okay. but you can hear it. Is there static in the air? No. Okay. <laughs> I just needed some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a bit more texture. Yeah, I do, yeah. honestly. Um, what is your internal weather, Rachel? Uh, um, my internal weather today is... Um, I feel like I it it's the middle of the day, but the sky is very, very dark. It's gone suddenly very, very dark and feels very, very oppressive. Mm. But I'm in a forest, so okay. I'm also quite in quite a calm, calm environment, mm. but it feels quite a heavy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think it's an incredibly cloudy day, quite grey. Mm. Um, and the sun is starting to peek through but i think the space is feeling pretty pressured so i don't know i don't know what sort of space i'm in mm-hmm. i feel like i'm in a bit of a cave at the moment and like slow it feels yeah it feels that sort of confining where you're sort of journeying through to somewhere mm-hmm. and the light is gradually like peering through you see a little light. bit That's nice. seeing yeah see, seeing the light through the clouds yeah maybe it's glowworms maybe it's a glowworm cave <laughs> <laughs> i love glowworm caves they're so cool i now want to google this but i need to stay on track <laughs> sorry um, Lydia, I'm quite so moving on here. to my question yes your question <clears throat> on a scale of one to ten how knowledgeable are you in astrology? Uh, I I really didn't know much about it until I met you two. Um, I would say I'm a three, four. Okay. I'm definitely the lower end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I've picked up a lot because of like you two talk about it a lot, and I'm sort of like, <laughs> I, I've I feel learned. like we've just been out. No, no, no shade, no shade, but like I feel like I've learned from by osmosis a little bit, but I'm intrigued to like know more about it. Mm. And also know about yourself as well. Mm. I think that's, to me, that's the, that's fun, the fun part. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Sick. Okay, so. Shall we move on to, to, to analysing yeah, the chart? Yeah, let's. Give you and the Uranal Beads, that's our um, our audience, that's <laughs> our right. audience, our fan base, are uh, the Uranal Bees, or sorry, I said Uranal also, Bees. Oh, uh, okay, can I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move away. So I was, so I've been listening to this podcast mm. called Ologies, and there's an amazing episode that came out this week that's about th- fanthropology, which is the anthropology of fan and fandoms. Yeah. Um, and in it, they talk about naming fandoms Mm. and where the names come from Mm. and it's a pretty pretty like standardized rule that the fans come up with the name yeah and i feel like we've taken agency no 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 my sister came up with it do you remember this (gasps) she did okay i'm pretty sure she did in the leo episode you can go back and my sister is a fan so i think it i think think it's valid i think it's fine so (laughs) but we we do say uranal beads or we say um uh, newbie boobies for people that are fully new Mm. Um, so would we say that Matt is a newbie boobie? I think I'm You're a newbie boobie, yeah. yeah. Okay. Claim it. Yeah, know? I'm going to claim it. Yeah. We'll get you a band. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. if we look at Matt's chart, Matt, let's just confirm your birth details, if mm-hmm. you are okay with this being public knowledge. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, <laughs> March 4th, 1996, 2 a.m., Darby. Yes. The UK. Derby. Derbados. Oh, <laughs> I like it. So, <clears throat> this makes Matt's 
Sun is in Pisces. Moon is in Leo. Mercury is in Aquarius. Uh, Venus, Aries. Mars, Pisces. Jupiter, Cap. Saturn, Pisces. Goes on and on. Um, Ascendant, Sag. Way. So this is interesting because a few months ago, we were trying to look at your chart and we didn't know your birth time. And this is still a guesstimate, but Mm -hmm. much closer. When we looked at your birth time before, it looked like your moon was going to be in Virgo. But actually, because of your time being so early in the day, it's in Leo. Oh, which is so interesting. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I know this doesn't make much sense right now. Mm. <laughs> it will. <laughs> we hope. And maybe won't. And that's yeah, also yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to... We, should we share, like, initial thoughts? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Um... Yeah, I think it's interesting because uh, just thinking about my own chart and maybe also Audrey's chart, whose is the second chart I'm probably most familiar with, um, I feel like there's certain elements of repetition that come up. And I saw this, I was looking at a friend's chart yesterday and they had a very repetitive chart. They had two stelliums, which I like freaked out about. Um, And I find it interesting because this feels like a really beautiful spread, which is... It does, but there are two stelliums here too. Oh, I haven't looked at the houses yet. And... I have two stelliums in mine as well. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You have a stellium in the second and third house, and so do I. Oh my god. So that's pretty fun. This is first of my knowledge. And so what a stellium is, let's recap for everyone. The uranal beads, the newbie boobies, and the mat. <laughs> so what a stellium is, is three or more planets. Here you can see your chart mm-hmm. here. Three or more planets. These yeah. are the planets. In one house. This is the house. The, mm-hmm. like, pizza-cutting slices. That's yeah. what the houses are. So you have... Um, sometimes stelliums, they don't count, like, a lot of the outer planets. Sometimes. Or not mm. the outer planets. They don't count something. Is it, like, North, North Node? North Node. I think, yeah, Nodes, I think stuff like that. Lilith. Um, but you do have two stelliums going on in the second and third house. And the second house is... Um, about like systems of value value worth material mm. so it can also mean like the body the physical mm. um it gets associated a lot with money in like does. a capitalized version of astrology yeah, and what you kind of value and so right off the bat you have neptune and uranus <laughs> and um mercury all in the second house um neptune uranus in the second house that means that you make money in an unconventional way, especially Uranus in the second house. Mm -hmm. So the way that you get an income is going to be not very conventional to the average kind of person. Okay. Um, Which I I could see that. Um, I don't know if you could see that. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. With like, yeah, a a weird freelance life in comparison as well to like my whole family. Yeah, Mm. I would, I'd say that's, yeah, that's really accurate. It's been particularly interesting just observing you as your mate for the last year because also, unlike a lot of people who work in the live live arts and the cultural sector, you really flourished mm. through making digital work as mm-hmm. well. Definitely. Which is like so interesting because Matt's practice expanded into also like yeah. working in the digital realm and performance in the digital realm and how that was atypical to, mm-hmm. you know, the pandemic hit and everyone was like, how do I make this? And yeah. Matt was like, I have the answer. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Let's go. Doing the unconventional. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, that's very For fair. sure. Um, Neptune in the second can make um, can make that area of money kind of feel like not real. Like, mm. ugh, 
Neptune in the second could make kind of like some maybe you spend money and you don't really realize it you know maybe it's like not very methodical or um super planned and similar sometimes in the way that you would maybe make as well mm-hmm. um i would also say both of these things mean you place value on potentially for uranus unconventional things and place value on potentially also like in the neptune world um Things that have more sentimental value and things that have more like energy rather than what the actual material um, is supposed to exist as in the world. Mm. But for you, it has like potentially more sentimental value. And so you place more importance on that. That would also be a second house thing, I think. Mm. Mm. Because Neptune is like the feels, the spiritual. Yeah. Do you have lots of sentimental objects? Definitely. But I I find it really difficult to let go of objects. Like I have a broken um, suitcase handle from a holiday I had with with my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. But you just have the handle. Yeah, because it snapped off. Like the the suitcase went all through Italy and... It, this, the ha- you know how like the handles retract it wouldn't go down yeah. mm. so I had to go into special luggage and it snapped like on the journey home so and I've not been able to get rid of it and that's because like, did you have like a great trip yeah it was an amazing <laughs> holiday but like I cannot get rid of that literally it's in my bedroom I cannot oh, yeah. get rid of this handle at all it's just there always Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hoarding tendencies. I like Hoarding it. tendencies. <laughs> because, yeah. But also, like, cuddly, like, I've shed loads of cuddly toys still from childhood. I cannot let them go because mm. of the sentiment. Mm. Like, literally, like, it would I have fe- a hard time with that, too. Yeah. And I have a stellium in the second as well. Mm. Yeah. So, bitch, it's You know true. what? That is very interesting. Man, how did I end up living with two hoarders? <laughs> <laughs> hey, as if you're not hoarding a little I'm, bit. I'm a hoarder in 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 a, mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I hold lots of. Pra- I guess um, you can argue my loom is impractical. I like I like how yeah, but they're also sentimental to you, even if it is practical. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel like I have a lot of things that are like. All my things, even my sentimental things, have use. I feel like I have very few things that I have that I don't use. Maybe you, you can I ask think um, a suitcase handle is, that's broken is extremely useful. Well, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to undermine your suitcase I handle. Mean, sh- yeah. You can really do anything with it. It was not meant to be shamed. <laughs> um, we kind of dove... Dove? Dived? I never get this one right. I think it's dived. Okay, we, mm. ne- we kind of dived quite deep already. Do we maybe want to look bring, at bring it back to the, the big three? Mm. The big three. Yeah. See. So Matt, your son is in Pisces and maybe this is a good point to maybe get your in- input. Do you do you know much about Pisces as a sign? Not massively. Really? No, that's okay. It's watery. So it's watery. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so it's mutable. It's mutable. As a modality, meaning mm. it's um changeable. It's, it's changeable, mm. it's malleable. Adaptive. Mm-hmm. Um, its planet is Neptune. Yeah, so Pisces, I think the way I came to really understand it is that it sits at the end of the zodiac. So this is the last sign in the wheel. Mm. And so because it's the 12th out of 12, it carries, it can tend to carry a little bit of each sign. It picks up and, a bit on the way. And that means that, that means it's so malleable, it's really adaptive. It can kind of be... And because of the watery element, it can be quite reflective of other people. And also then deeply, deeply empathetic as well. That's where the empathy comes in. And it's an empathy that's not just for 
a person. It's an empathy for the collective, mm. since Pisces is also connected to the twelfth house, which is mm. the last house, yeah. right? Um, the twelfth house is connected to the wider spiritual collective. And so Pisces as a sign, wherever you have Pisces and you have it in your sun, you exist on this very kind of um, interconnected kind of essence. Mm. And you're just like, I, I feel he- I'm here and I feel the whole world. Mm. Yes. Know? Yeah. Is that something you experience? Totally. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I will, I'm very, I'm a very in the moment person. And I've, I think I've become a very in the moment person, I think. And I take on a lot of what, space I'm in from mm. personalities and people and so like that like mm. I know that I I really shift and adapt like personality wise mm. and how I present myself in such different environments and ways that's a big big part of myself and you know what that is too Pluto in the 12th oh yeah I was gonna Pluto say. the planet of power mm. in your 12th house that's ruled by Pisces the 12th house and so you also, not only do you have your son in Pisces where you just kind of naturally exist, you also mm. have great power mm. in that space mm. to be able to mold and to be able to kind of be there and be there. And to feel and to all. experience yeah. the feelings of, of you know, I almost like Pisces is like an emotional compass sign. You walk into a space and you're guided by the emotions of that space, mm. right? Like, um, that's super powerful. I think that's so cool. Mm. Um now, I love, love, love the fact that your moon is in Leo. This makes me yeah. so happy. Yeah. So moon in Leo. So Leo is a fire sign. And the way I always think about it, and I explained this to um, my friend who I work with, who is a sun Leo yesterday, mm. is that Leo is like the pubescent teenager of the fire signs. <laughs> it's like super prideful, can be quite... Um, can, Leos can be known as drama queens, but they're drama queens within a space they're comfortable in. Yeah. They're not someone who's going to go out and be quite um, kind of gregarious in the public. Mm. But someone who, when they feel comfortable, is probably prone to being quite like, ooh, I'm, I would like to be the centre of attention yeah. because mm. it's fun. Um, so they're so fun. And I think in the moon, there's huge huge ties to to pride and loyalty because it's because the moon is about the emotional self the kind of inner self and those are two of the really big leo kind of tendencies that come up um fire signs in moon placements the moon is like ruled by is like a watery planet it's ruled Mm. by like the divine feminine which is inherently kind of wet as it were um and so we always i think we've often talked on the podcast about how uh fire signs in the moon moon fire sign placements feel quite tense but they're actually not at some yeah t- some, uh, like sometimes as well i also think that just because rachel and i both have water moons i think we just like maybe potentially project that on fire yeah moons. i think so i think so <laughs> and what's interesting is that you have um a uh, water sun which is sun is traditionally fire mm. and then a fire moon and moon is traditionally water oh, okay. so you have the duality in that mm. which is quite nice um, but yeah Leo Le- moon Leos so sun and Leos like my sister say mm. hi Madalena um, Sun and Leos like to kind of be the center of attention in public. They kind of they, they can be quite loud can be quite yeah, outspoken yeah. they like to be social they like to be fun and so in the moon, you, there is part of you that still likes that. There mm. is part of you that still craves that, um, but in a way that's still comfortable for you. So oftentimes it can be once people really get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or it can be at home. 
it can yeah so that's quite interesting mm. Mm. Defo. Mm. Defo. and then also and this makes me really happy for our friendship so your moon is in the eighth house so um the eighth house is ruled by scorpio and i have quite a bit of scorpio energy and eighth house energy in my chart and the eighth house is really powerful because um it's the house of transformation mm. um and so and this is something i resonate with a lot you might find that your emotional self and your emotional journey is guided by periods of transformation and when you reflect on your emotional journey as a person you might see transformative periods yes is that something you, you that yes yeah. made me think you think think i've lost all mm-hmm. words yeah ah, gonna... just yes yes <laughs> yeah no i like to what you were saying i i really think of my life like in chapters and the chapters mm. are incredibly different mm. and like i really i think about transformation a lot and i have a bit of an obsession with it as well mm. like around how how so many moments of life have like defined and then changed me because of that. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's super interesting. Wait. Mm. Mm. Um, Sorry, I also want to check. I feel like that, like this is the thing with astrology. It always feels like I'm like mansplaining you. I know. <laughs> so I hope you're, I hope no, okay. tell me everything. I, I okay. like, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I don't, I don't, I... It's funny because like when we're watching a movie or something, you'll like throw words out and I'm like, oh no, I kind of get it. I'm like, yes, learning. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, you So your other stellium is in the third house and again, stellium is three or more planets in one house. Um, and your third house stellium is the same as my third house stellium. Ooh. Sun, Mars and Saturn all in the third house. We both have that, That's which so is really fun. cool. So I know a little bit about this. Um, all of those for you, though, are in Pisces, and all of those for me are in Taurus. Mm. A little bit different. Um, but the sun in the third house means that you're... So your sun's in Pisces. We established mm-hmm. this. But your sun is then in the third house, and the third house is about communication. It's ruled by Gemini. So you exist in a third house vibe in your kind of day-to-day life, in your, like, essence. Third house vibe is chatty. Third house vibes wants to share, express, mm-hmm. connect to people, but not on a super deep, deep level on a day-to-day basis. They're more about like, I just kind of want to like be around and like talk to each other and like kind mm. of express and like hang out and be a bit surface level in that way. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a daily kind of existence for you. Mm. If you resonate with that. I think so, yeah. Mm. I don't like silence at all. Yeah, me neither. I have yeah. a hard time uh, not feeling the silence. Well, we, we both cook with like podcasts or TV yeah. shows on. 100%. And I know that if like, if a, if I'm walking through a room and it's quiet, I'm going to do, 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 I'm going to make noise. Yeah, no, <laughs> partly as well to be like, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> like, and so do you do that? Do you do that? Okay, say, so to, to contextualise, in our house, you have to walk through the living room to get to the kitchen. Mm. If if you're here and there's, you're going into the kitchen and there's nobody in here, do you still do that? I think I... I think some... And I know I talk to myself a lot. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll either be, like, talk, having a good old natter in Jumai, my head yeah. or I'll, or I'll verbalise it. Or, but often it'll be noise-making. Oh, that's interesting because I find it funny the idea that nobody's here and you're still filling the silence to be no I mean but also like silence is scary and strange and like I don't I can't really be doing with it at all I've started meditating Mm. and I 
find it for I have to have a track on or like someone mm-hmm. talking through it I can't just do it out of nowhere mm-hmm. because total silence is very overwhelming so oh I, d- I definitely talk to myself out loud more when no one's in the yeah, house because then you won't think I'm totally sense. losing it so what you were with what you were saying about um like meditating being overwhelming and filling mm-hmm. in silence it makes me think about how Pisces as a as a water sign as a very emotional sign because it's the the mutable sign because it's so like connected to everyone and everything um it often also is associated with um like avoidance Mm. and it's associated with substance abuse it's associated with all these different types of things of ways to kind of distract yourself from feeling things Mm. because the feelings are like so So intense intense. intense, and also they can be quite constant exactly so I was thinking about that with what you said about being overwhelming. So I too, because I my moon's in Pisces, mm-hmm. so I too avoid um, silences. I avoid sometimes meditation. I'll avoid things that I know, uh, even unconsciously or subconsciously, mm-hmm. I know are gonna uh, be in emotionally intense. I'm great yeah. at distracting myself, yeah. and I think that's a very Pisces thing. I so interesting. I do, yeah. I te- I really I really resonate with that. Like I will avoid. I'm, t- I'm very terrible at like avoiding a feeling in a moment and brushing off because I know I you say I will feel it so so strongly exactly. mm-hmm. but then there will be moments like if too much is piled on then I really feel it and I'll be like knocked out for a few days just yeah. needing to sit within that yeah um totally mm. totally mm-hmm. and it makes sense like I mean also um you have fire energy definitely I mean you have your moon in leo so we established that. And then you also have your ascendant in Sagittarius. And Which so, is another fire sign. Another fire sign. So your kind mm. of outward self, the self that people first meet, initial impression, your facade, the way that you might mm. kind of lead, initiate in life is Sagittarius. And that's exploratory. That's like, I want to make friends and see everyone and talk to everyone and yeah. be adventurous. And also, um, I want to learn about things. Mm. Sagittarius yeah. is about like higher education. I want to soak it all in. And so there is this kind of like, um, dramatic flair of Leo and the exploration adventure of Sagittarius and then you have your sons in Pisces that's just like oh, I'm just feeling things <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bit too much so I'm gonna go explore and then you know, I'm gonna go curl up in bed oh I mean you know me I'm on the hustle constantly and then I'm like Why? but now I just want to cuddle myself and not, not really deal with the world right now like a total emotional yo-yo sometimes yeah. Yeah. um I want to talk a bit about Jupiter. Go for it. So Matt's Jupiter is in Capricorn, but it's also in the first house. And I think this is so beautiful. And like, for me, um, like opens my eyes to understanding like how you work as well. So Jupiter is like um, about, correct me if I'm wrong, Jupiter's growth, isn't it? An expansion, right? Um, and that can be in non, non-linear, non-hierarchical ways. Um, and so I think Capricorn is a really, really beautiful placement here because so Capricorn is an earth sign, but it's so driven and mm. so direct. And Capricorn's like, they get shit done, they go after what they want, and they do it really fucking well. And so I think for me that expresses so much of like how, because sometimes I'm just like, how is Matt doing all the things that they're doing? <laughs> like, mm. And you, you've done like six million things. Like, you know, even through our degree, you were working like 
10 million other things outside of doing the full-time mm. degree. Um, and then also this being in the first house, the first house being the house of the self. Mm. It makes me understand why the, why your work is so integral to who you are and why your mm. drive is so integral to your, who you are. And there's an element of your... You have a, a, a self-sustaining power here because Capricorn is also about, like, drive, but long-term it's quite sustainable. Mm. And so there's a sense of, like, you're, you're working and you're growing and you're thinking about the direction, but it's all in in a good way rather than like a short burst no energy kind of way Mm. i think that's i think that's so cool Mm. i think that's a mm, definitely delicious jupiter placement and jupiter in the first is is the first house is self how Mm. you are Mm. perceived and jupiter is expansive and so you're perceived as like a large presence Mm. like you come into a room people people see you um that is classic with jupiter in the first um I also wanted to say Venus and Aries is hysterical to me here. <laughs> Venus is like uh, your romantic connections, but also mm. like other types of relate, how you relate to people and yeah. also your desires. Sensuality. Sensuality. Mm. Yeah. And I just think Venus and Aries is hysterical because I think the last time we had a Venus and Aries on this podcast was my friend Ood, who is also a son in Aries. Ah. And Venus and Aries, um, notorious for... Uh, being attracted to the game of love and the game of attraction and not necessarily <laughs> yeah. the commitment. Um, and so being attracted to kind of like, ooh, ooh, I want this person. Ooh, I'm going to go get this person. And then like, oh, I'm bored of this person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to express yeah. that Matt has sort of shrunk Fringed into up. themselves. <laughs> it's strange because I'm, I'm a deeply romantic person. I think that's a Pisces thing. Yeah, and I also... Is, yeah. And, oh, no, sorry. Sorry, ignore me. Yeah, keep going. Which, yeah, which I see, but I know... I mean, I'm currently in a part of my life where I'm single and very attracted to, like, not commitment, but... Not commitment, but commitment. Very... I feel, like, very polyamorous at the moment is mm. the, the only way I can describe it. And I feel like... I was actually talking to my friend last night about this. Like, I have very... A very intent... I have a lot of love to give... I can, I can, I can see that with people. I'm a bit obsessive. I think that's like that's Aries, yeah, that's yeah. very Aries. Yeah. Like, a, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely the sort of person to be like quite intense in a period of time. Yeah. Things happen, and fast. then mm. let it, and then, then not totally let go, but just be like, and moving off, and mm. like moving off and moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I find this an interesting pairing as well with the Mars in Pisces because Mars rules action aggression Mm -hmm. how you Mm. how you are in conflict and also sex as well and so mars and venus sort of come as a pair when you're thinking about relationships with a significant Mm. other um or Or others others. (laughs) (laughs) um and obviously mars in pisces like so any water sign in mars can be quite strained in terms of the action because it's quite it it's about how you how you handle difficulty and tension and kind of stickiness. It's in the third house, so there's definitely words that yeah. are attached to this. So in in um, conflict, you might have you might be able to be quite snappy with your words because that's mm. the Gemini energy. Mm. But then the actual feeling, the Pisces, is like feels lost. Yeah, and probably like yeah. probably so. It's, I don't know. Say if you're 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 experiencing a conflict that maybe doesn't involve you, but you're observing it's quite close to you, you probably might feel the other 
that feel empathy for what is going on quite yeah. deeply, even if it doesn't involve you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Very forgiving. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, I would say I am very forgiving. I, f- I do intensely feel like for people mm. because I strive for, to like in the collaborations and the work that I do, like I strive to, you know, platform people and raise them up and stuff like that. So it like hurts me deeply when things don't go the right way or, or whatever mm. that is because I will invest an awful lot in people. Mm. Um, I can't, yes. I think I can be very to the point when yeah. I need to be, I can be like when I'm working or like mm. if I'm dealing with like five problems at once or something like that, I can be very bam, 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 bam mm. with it. But then like, very much feel that again it's that part it's piling stuff on i think and yeah. then feeling it or and like it's exactly. it's pushing after it's you're good yeah. at being being busy and yeah. then it crashes yeah yeah mm. i think of the the show week that you, you did with me in derby like mm. and that literally was like waking up in the morning going bam 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 and then like not really having a moment to like process any of it and then get to the end of the day and just like cry during yeah. a theater show <laughs> or like or just like having one too many drinks and then uh falling asleep in a tear but it's it's all all fun all part of the game oh my god um i had another thought as well oh the mercury aquarius yeah classic my dad has the same my dad's also um pisces sun and mercury aquarius you guys say the weirdest shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, have, like, such a weird sense of humour. But, like, in a like, great way. And also quite a... So, Aquarius is the innovator, the unconventional. Mm. And um, for me, the way you, the way sometimes you... Uh, even sometimes even the way you say the simplest things, like how you tell me about your day, mm. is, is just in a way I would never think about communicating yeah. it. And I love it. And it's so interesting to me because I just think we communicate really differently. So Mercury's the planet of communication. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see that? I don't know. If I don't see... know. I think. How do, how do I ask about my like? How do I tell I don't you about know, my day? I don't know. Just like, like. I don't know. Like I come home and I'm like I don't know. Some kids spat on me or something, <laughs> and I'm like I'm quite because we have Mercury in Aries, don't we? Yeah. And that's like to the Aries, the fire. Me as a joined person. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mine and Audrey's chance. But you also similar. have it in your fifth house. Yeah, and so I'm the Aries makes us quite direct communicators mm. and quite fiery. Whereas the Aquarius is is an air sign, so it's maybe there's a bit more of a journey to how you communicate. Mm. So at I'm, the same time, it's still definitely a strong communicator because yeah. it's an air sign. It's, sign. it's oh, very strong. Yeah. You get your point across. But you but take you, it on a journey. Take yeah. it on a yeah, journey. Yeah, and also yeah. just like the way, I can't think of an example, but the way you convey things through your words. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I know. I, I, I think totally also because I yeah. 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 And I think also because it's, it's so different to me and I mm. like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, because you can be quite, yeah, this was my day. And I'd be like, I woke up and felt energised and inspired. And I had a Zoom and I having a schnerd and I having a... Yeah, I can go on a journey with my conversation. I like it. it takes a while to get to the point sometimes. No, yeah. I like, I enjoy yeah. it. No, I, I love time. it as well. I think it's yeah. great. It's a fucking good time. Um, yeah, I can attest to that. I, I was raised by one of you. Um, <laughs> one of you. I'm sorry, one of but you people. Mercury Aquarius, the weirdest shit comes out. Like, you're just sitting there and you just say something and it's like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's still a laugh. It's a laugh, but it's like, where did the fuck did that come, come from? from? <laughs> you know? There's a, I mean, we, we know I'm going through a phase at the moment as well of making 
like well Dan calls them dad noises oh, where yeah. like and I think this maybe comes back to the feeling the silence thing where like subconsciously I'm like I'm gonna make noise yeah like whatever oh. they are wait everyone on the count of three your best dad noise one two it's without a pig. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Nick, you're a sweet, sweet pig. Um, maybe it's also tied to your laugh as well. I haven't thought about Mercury as being tied to how we express, but in non-verbal ways as well. Mm. But you have such a unique laugh. Uh, yeah, true. And yeah. also, Aquarians, how they dress as well. There's something oh, that's yeah. quite... Like, you're not afraid to rebel from maybe like traditional or mainstream styles mm-hmm. you kind of do you like that is definitely yeah, a thing a way um hell yeah i wanted to look at just because i know that you you are i mean correct me if i'm wrong because again i feel like we're mansplaining a lot but it's fine um <laughs> <laughs> uh correct me if i'm wrong i think you're quite a career oriented person yep so what i want to look at for you because this might be interesting for you um, is your 10th house and your midheaven. Mm. Midheaven is the line that marks your 10th house. So it's cool. this line right there yeah. that goes to that sign. So your midheaven is in Libra. Uh, and whatever everybody has their midheaven in something. Mm. And whichever sign it points to, it shows great kind of like um, growth and strive to your calling. Mm. Um, and the midheaven is uh, not about a day-to-day work life, that's the sixth house. Mm. The 10th house, which is the midheaven, is about your calling, your career, what you strive to do in life, what kind of mark you want to leave mm. in that sense. Um, so it being in Libra, immediately for me, that comes to, okay, aesthetic. So there's a really, there's aesthetic beauty here. So mm-hmm. that, in creativity, there's aesthetic beauty. Um, in Libra, there's also equality and mm-hmm. like justice. And so there's something about, um, uh, representing people and mm-hmm. Libra is all about relationships too. It's about one on one. So it's representing people and showing how um, I don't know. Pr- pr- there's some kind of thing there in promoting equality mm-hmm. um, within the work. I mean, Libra is just a creative sign too. So obviously, it does point to the arts as well, which is you know mm. we know we know we're all in um, big fat artists. Yeah, and I'm looking if there's anything else. I'm, there's a lot more to this topic specifically but i wanted to see if there's anything i should mention um that that interests me a lot in terms of um how you speak about uh you were saying earlier i think it was relation to the the pisces of um in your work providing opportunity for other people and mm. wanting to give a lot yeah. to other people yeah and that that is a very also quite oh, a libran a libran trait yeah and on their like equality from my like my work is queer and I like have a commitment as a producer like to be producing and platforming queer artists Mm. which is maybe a bit of a connection there I did always I did always wonder why I was so attracted to like this is like my remit this is what I want like I know what I I know the thing and that's what I'm pushing and also I guess interesting for you in your own journey with your career because you started out in musicals and making musical theatre and you've talked about I feel like we've talked a lot about um musicals not being or not being often musical and musical theatre often not being a safe space for queer people Mm. because of the way that either not uh 
not shared as part of the character or the story mm. or also the stereotypes and yeah. that being mm. challenging yeah um and how your work seeks to like make space for that yeah absolutely yeah i'd say so the politic is so good mm-hmm. mm. it's really mm. i mean it says great things with midheaven libras it's like possessing amazing talent in artistic nature it's, true. it's stuff about um uh also whatever you end up doing bringing artistic flair to it so uh, even if someone has midheaven Libra and they're not aiming to be within the artist like arts industry, whatever they do, they'll make it art basically, mm. which is really sick. Um, and it says here too uh, that they're not very obsessed with public recognition and being glorified. Do you relate? I feel like as a moon Leo, that could be a little bit of tension there. Cause, do you want to be know. known? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I do. Would you like a Wikipedia page? I'd about love yourself? a Wikipedia page. I've, I mean, as a kid, like I was obsessed with pop stars and celebrities and stuff. Mm. I think the work I do can feel can be very hidden, mm. and like a lot of people have very good careers by like not being in the spotlight. I've always had this edge to be at the forefront, and mm. like I can see, a, yeah, I can see a bit of a confliction there, as you so, might say. Yeah, it's not only. The moon and Leo, I would mm. say this. So so the Midheaven Libra, it points to... This is where we can see some beautiful contradictions in natal charts. This is what mm. I really like picking up. So uh, Midheaven Libra, yes, somebody's a little bit more like... on the, In the background, mm. a bit more like, I want to be a bit more humble. I don't really want to be known mm. as much, but I want to do this stuff. Now, you also have your North Node and your Chiron in the 10th house. I also have Chiron in the 10th house. We have a few mm. quite similar placements. Yeah, you do. Um... Tenth house, like I said, it's the it is the midheaven. It is the calling, the career. Hmm. Chiron, I'll go over that first. Um, that is a whole other can of worms that we can talk about later Ooh. as well. But uh, Chiron is the wounded healer. So whatever house it resides in, it shows um, great pain, but also the ability to um, heal others from that pain hmm. once you've healed from that pain. Mm-hmm. So Chiron in the tenth is about authorities and power imbalances mm-hmm. and pain. Um, so those are some deep wounds that you might carry with you regarding those kinds of structures in life. Yeah. Um, which I definitely feel as a Chiron, uh, 10th houser. Mm. Um, <laughs> chilling with Chiron. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you have your, this is the one, this is the big one that I would say would contradict what we were just talking about, which is North Node in the 10th house. Your mm. North Node is, and South Node. Those are the two mm-hmm. nodes. And also North Node in Libra as well. Yeah. So your North Node in the 10th house is um, talking about a life that is different from your South Node, which is your past life. Your South Node is in the 4th house, which is the opposite of the 10th. And mm-hmm. the 4th house is about the home, the family life, and that was your past life. And so there's this feeling of you coming into this life, and you're like, I don't, I'm not here to be at home. I'm not here to um, focus on family and, and create a kind of stable family environment. I'm here to be in the public. Like, that is the 10th house energy. North node there is, like, my ultimate kind of, like, higher self, my goal is to be out and to have people know me. Mm. Um, So that might be what we're tapping on, Mm. you know? Did you, did you, were you you known when you were growing up? (laughs) Were you famous? (laughs) I was a child star. No. Um, I... Trying to think. Or, or okay, and I rephrase my question. Yeah, go for it. Did you enjoy feeling known? Yes. 
that would be the the key question i think because the north node we mm. it's a lot of things in astrology but especially i think the north node we don't reach until we we get older mm. you know it's it's a point of us that we're striving towards, towards. so, and so really i think hard as to a, get there as I, a child yeah and i think as a child and a young person you experience those things as once, as once, yeah. and then without the without the knowledge of like what it's like in the real world mm-hmm. as well, mm, so definitely. they can be quite pure desires. Definitely. Mm. Sorry to use pure; that feels really dirty. I really uh, virginal, <laughs> virginal Matt. I, uh, I mean, no comment. I um, I yeah, I know when I was younger, I would like, I would like to make myself known to adults i would mm. like people above me to really know me and Oof, to that's really kind of see shit. me yeah, that's kind of house. That's um, kind of shit. and i feel that and did I, you enjoy how did you want to be known by these adults i wanted to be seen on a similar page okay like yeah, yeah. because i've always got on mostly with people that are older than me mm. like it was to be fair it wasn't until university that I really had a big group of friends who were of similar age Mm. um because even like even when I was in like sick form and then I before I I had three years out before I went to university Mm. I was around people that were like late 20s early 30s at least or Mm. you know way older than me within the workspaces that I was in and I always like the people I clicked with I always wanted to be seen on the same par like people have described me as quite mature for my age around that point and stuff like that mm. because I would give off slightly more grown up vibes but also I know I I keep finding oh I'm trying to think how to word this I keep like pushing to find ways to be seen as more than I think I am or like more than I think people would perceive me to be I don't mm. know if that made any sense at all no it does I think it does because I think I have kind of a similar vibe going on. Mm. Yeah. There's also like, it's interesting because I think oftentimes when we say um, you want to be recognized, a lot of people Mm. have very specific things they want to be recognized for. Mm. And I feel like very strongly about wanting to be recognized for what I do. Mm. Yeah. Um, And not necessarily who they think I am um, or what I look like. It's always about like what, what I'm putting out yeah something really strong in that totally yeah it's the legitimacy in i think both work and what i know and having the confidence and like i know i can struggle initially in a new space to have that confidence to do that and to be like this is who i am Mm. but as soon as i adapt in there i do tend to gravitate myself to be a bit more center of attention Mm. or commanding within it like when i'm directing when i'm controlling and a space and it's mine to run i feel like i've got this yeah bam bam gonna yeah. do it energy if i'm going into someone's space i'm a bit like i pulled back to then give what they need mm. and then my personality shifts a little bit within there that's totally a sun pisces though some pisces mm. are sun sun uh with water signs are known to be a little bit more introverted at first and because you have so much fire in there, mm. you you when you're comfortable, when you're in your element, yeah. boom, it comes out. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So I'm such an introvert until we click and then I'm so loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut you up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Matt. No, don't. Never shut up. <laughs> never shut up. Thank you. 
Um, do we have some questions from Matt? Um, I I only wrote one down. That's okay. But I have I have one. Give them your question, and maybe I'll. Come um, up. so Pisces being ruled by ruling the twelfth house. Twelfth house is a lot about obviously the spiritual collective, mm. and also it comes into the unconscious and dreams. Mm. And so I wanted to know, and this is okay if you don't, but if you've had any interesting dreams recently. Oh, I've had acid trips of dreams recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we've been in a fucking Pisces new moon. No yeah, one yeah, it's like, been wild. But have you had a? If obviously if you don't want to share, that's fine. No, yeah, I. If you I, have yeah, one, you could share. I. I don't really remember them. Okay. Like, mm. no, I would say ninety percent of the time I won't remember my dreams, but like recent, oh, they they all sort of start to mold into one. They'll often involve like people that are familiar or celebrities, like having very like. I can remember once I had a very intense relationship. I had this dream that was the start of a relationship to like, you know, the first time settling down, like meeting the family and stuff like that to the breakup. I won't name the person's name because I know them. Um, It was with, it was with a writer friend. Like it was someone who, and literally I woke up and I was with someone at, the time I time and I woke up feeling like I cheated. Oh, like wow. it was such a that and it was it was March literally had a whole life and it was in March twenty nineteen. It was sort of around yeah this time. Spicy season. Yeah. Mm. Classic. But um <laughs> recently my dreams have been a little bit more trippy. They've been like sci fi comedy dramas where <laughs> like one involved a haunted house okay. and there were zombies and we were like the mystery machine gang and <laughs> But a little bit more queer, Edgy and it was oh, great. it was it was, was quite there fun. I'd like that to be yeah, there was yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had a few end of the world dreams, haven't we all? Um, I so I've never had a world end dream. Oh, I have them a lot. I haven't either. Oh wait, but I know Dan has because Dan has spoken about this. I have an end of me dreams. <laughs> yeah, I have loads of all in basically all my dreams. I die. And never have okay, that. Okay, that is scary. That what? all your dreams you've Yeah, died. this is why my dreams are terrifying. This is why I always wake up and I'm like, I had a terrible dream. <laughs> it's because I've died like four times. You've died so much. Oh, we got to look all at All the that. time. All the time. I die sometimes in my dreams and it's very upsetting. I've never died in my dream. Like, I cannot yeah, remember dying dies. in my dreams. <laughs> the world the world. You're the last person And then I'm like floating. Maybe it's a metaphor. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all fucking metaphor. So, <laughs> no, Jay, I... I, I wish I wish I could remember them more because they are often so out there or they're either like so out there or so grounded in reality. Like I will never forget the dream, the relationship dream. I will ne- like yeah, never, like never forget that dream because I don't have an attraction to that person as yeah. well. Like it was uh, so trippy and I, act- I was actually, oh, I was I was assisting on a showcase and it was the showcase day. And I literally was like sat in this auditorium just as they were setting up. I had to like write down how I was feeling. I was like, I had this dream and I feel like I've cheated on my boyfriend. And, but I haven't because I don't like have a feeling for this person, but it's really thrown me off that I would yeah. have like such a, yeah. such an intense journey. Wow, so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Sick. Damn. Love dreams. That was juicy. Mm. We need to do some dream analysis in our house maybe. Yeah. Oh, I think That'd we do. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um... Do you have any questions for Matt, Audrey? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Um. 
Favorite way to distract yourself? That's so good. Such a such a Pisces question. It has to be something where I'm doing something. Like I can't say so Lego. Legos. I was gonna say also like, I, I think I found a piece of Lego under my Oh bike. yeah, I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the same piece. <laughs> I am um, I in my well during lockdown at the start in the first lockdown because student finance I bought a massive Lego set when I was doing this huge project like something that just like every day grew bigger and bigger and bigger um in terms of the people involved and all of that and I was having like I was back home with my mum so we had the dogs and we'd go for walks but I was having such an overwhelm so I had this Lego set and I would I just sat and built Lego like and it calms me right down. The other one's makeup. I mm. love, mm. like, I love doing makeup if I know I need to have a, take a breather. It's because for an hour, all I can do is concentrate on yeah. that, that one thing. thing. That's yeah. so um, nice. Whilst walks, you talk or you're listening to a podcast, so you're thinking about that and stuff. Like, mm. my brain will totally switch off when I'm doing Lego yeah, or makeup because okay. both are, both are methodical and both like mm. have an outcome you want to achieve so you need to concentrate. And they're both creative. Mm. They're both building something, they, creating yeah. something. Mm. Um, you know, so there's some kind of beauty in that too to be able to like distract yourself by not just mind-numbing like me watching reality TV mm. but actually being... Tapping into that creative part of your brain mm. to kind of mm. put yourself in a zone. It's just mm. like, I'm just going to live in this kind of zone and do some makeup and make yeah. some yeah. It's really nice. Mm. Those are beautiful yeah. tips for distraction. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I'm similar. All my all my distractions and procrastinations have to be productive still. So like weaving. That's your sixth house shit. It's, everything mm. has to be productive. Mm. Even when I'm watching Netflix, I have Wikipedia open. Oh yeah, like... It... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, to be honest, if you don't do that, it's a great time. Sometimes when I'm watching these, I'm like, "Ooh, what's this thing? I wonder I if this like is real." Mm. I was watching the Vampire Diaries yesterday. And I ended up googling about where they filmed Mystic Falls and then just looking at maps of Virginia. Is it in Washington? No, it's in Virginia, oh, but it's not real. Interesting. What? Why the fuck would they name anywhere Mystic, Mystic Falls? Falls? Mystic Falls. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Any other final questions from Matt? Do I have? How do you feel now? After having us mansplay you, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I've really enjoyed it. I think I've never, I've never dove into it, and I think about myself a lot. And it's thinking about yourself in like quite specific language. Like sometimes you know mm. when you you struggle to like find the words to understand how you're feeling or to work out the pieces of you. Mm. It's nice. It's really interesting. It kind of gives me. It's made me reflect on how why I am a certain way in cert- especially in like certain dynamics and situations mm. um I can't wait to listen back because I feel like it's been a lot yeah. and I wish I was taking notes so yeah, like I mean, dude I could talk about this stuff for ages mm. like if you want you can talk about talking. this anytime yeah I I still have more that I'm looking at that I know just because of time and depth that mm. we shouldn't really go into right now, but I'm happy to go into oh, it at any time. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to know to know more about it. So I'm, yeah. I I look for. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna listen back and then be like, yeah. so I'm gonna write all these things down and then I'll like probably we'll spend five hours talking about it one night. <laughs> Literally, soon. I will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that you have been on astrology, mm. how big of a fan of ass are you? 
I love ass. Mm. I'm like, yeah, big, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Growing more towards it, had a phase where I wasn't that, you know, sure about it, but now. Now, now you're into yeah, Very into ass. Mm. Viking, cool. Um, we like to do a checkout kind of thing where we that we call um, where are we ass? Where are we ass is where are we ass in life. So what are you Ooh. up to? What, what are you up to in life? What, do you, what are you thinking about? What I'm thinking about, I well at the moment I'm I've been waiting for like a lot of news, good and bad is flowing in at the moment mm. in like the world of theatre. But so where I'm at, I'm a bit. I'm very like in between with stuff, but I have some exciting things brewing. I'm mm. gonna be doing a lot of things I've never done before. So fun. From like s- certain spaces I'm going into, which is exciting. Mm. I have a, like a drag solo short Ooh. film that is a totally like new thing for me, but it's an opportunity oh that's sort gosh. of floated in. So that's where I'm at. A bit like, oh, we're going into loads of weird and yeah. wonderful places, but that's exciting. And that's yeah. life. So exciting. Mm. <gasps> Audrey, where are you ass? Where am I ass? Um, the Pisces new moon had me fucked. Um, I definitely, (laughs) I definitely was going through it. Um, so I felt quite like, uh, off in a whole other dream world for a good week or so, a good, maybe over a week, but there's a lot going on and a lot of really exciting things. So I'm trying to just kind of keep that, like allow myself to not be super present sometimes and then be present sometimes. So I kind of in sitting in, leaning into Mm. the Piscean. Uh yeah, I feel like that's 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 all I can share. Mm-hmm. Uh where are you asked, Rachel? Where am I asked? Um I'm sitting with quite a big trigger mm. at the moment, which is is horrible but also very good. Mm-hmm. Good for we the sit he- into it, we good, lean. Good for the, for the heels. Do you we want me breathe. to do that breath? Yes, we breathe. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just had the most ridiculous like week and a half of work. I think of my entire life. Um, schools are not b- public health institutions, everybody. Um, don't try and make them be them. Mm. Um, and yeah, and it, it really has like worn me out quite a lot. And I, I'm, I took a lot of care of myself during that time. And so it's also frustrating that I'm so worn out as well. Um, mm. So I'm very much looking forward to having a two week break in yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, and um, I'm also realizing, so, okay, so I was feeling super triggered all of last night, all of today, but I wanted to garden. And I was like, I need to just get myself to garden. It took me ages. Mm. And then I did, and I felt amazing. Because and you just, looked amazing. Oh, I saw it happen. Oh you God, were in your yeah. element. I was so happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just something really beautiful about um, being that close to like the physical earth. And like, also, I think because I have a lot of stuff about London not feeling connected to the natural world. Mm. And so I'm really enjoying the fact that our home is connected to the natural world. Yeah. And I can can mm. I can I, I can, can tap in to the connection. Tap tap tap. Ooh, suck suck suck. Also, we have spinach growing in the front yard. Wow. Which I is know. so exciting. Smart wild. Right? Yeah. I know. Don't know if I want to eat it with all the car fumes, but hey. Hey ho. It's still spinach. Spinach, eh? Um spinach. That's where I'm is. Okay, 
So, um, before we finish, I would... No. <laughs> um, let's not. <laughs> I'm telling myself to shut up. Uh, so, before we finish, I just want to ask Matt if you want to plug anything. Um, yeah, like... Follow your... me on social medias. Um, yeah, where are you on the social media? Find me at, at Matt Powalicus, because Matt Powell was taken, so we... <laughs> So we've gone for something spicy on the end. But... At Matt Powellicus. Yeah. On, um, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, and it's the same. And it's the same. Delicious. And, I mean, I it's a varied amount of posting from a lot of promo to, like, slightly drunken tweets about queer culture. So, Amazing. you know, if that's, that's your vibe and the occasional thirsty selfie, I'm give us a follow. And I would also say to anybody, any live performance creators out there, Matt's Twitter is, like, an incredibly useful tool. Oh, thank you. It really is. It really is. Mm. I feel the need to shake your hand, but we can't do... Well, why can't we do why that? Why can't you shake I don't know what's happening. We can, we can shake hands. Shake my hand. Shake, shake hands. Is that like That's a COVID sentence? I don't know, maybe. Oh my gosh. We live together. We don't have to social distance. <laughs> Rachel, we can mix fluids. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. Spit on me. You know what we're doing after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Um, we're all going to go back to our rooms and be alone. Yeah, we're going to get back to our rooms. Yeah. yeah. Um... I'm just I'm gonna yeah reel it in reel it back in. in thank you so much for listening Um, you can find Audrey and I at Astrologers that's Astrologers with two S's on Instagram mm-hmm. and we post all kinds of good shitty shitty pics shitty pics um, you can find me at Rachel Elizabeth Coleman on Instagram and you can find me at Audrey Barvey at on, on as Instagram wow <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah I'm just gonna just leave it leave it um <laughs> Uh, what else do we do? Oh, fuck, like, subscribe. <laughs> um, Matt, do you want to just take over this ending for us? Like oh, thank you so much. No, I just want to say thank you as well. This has been really oh, lovely. Thank you for thanks coming. For yeah. I mean, um, thanks for us having you. What? <gasps> Don't forget to like and subscribe to Astrology. Yeah, subscribe. Give us a rate if you're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I sounded really catching there. Give us a rate. Give us a rate. Give and, us a rate uh, up. <laughs> also, share with your buds. Share with your mm-hmm. friends. Share with your parents. Share um, with everyone. And let us know what you've been dreaming recently. Mm-hmm. In fact, can we? Let's make it more specific. What dream have you had recently that you've woken up from and felt was real? Because uh, that's Pisces. Yeah, it's, that it's is Pisces. Pisces. Um, or pie. See ya. <laughs> Leave it there. That's it. Um, see, see you in the future, future but also time is a construct. See you. I forgot it. <laughs> Suck my ass. Suck my ass. Ah, I'm so sorry. I was so. I was getting it off. <laughs> Oh my god! Suck my ass for-